0: And so I'm going to almost force myself or make the choice to do something that I've never done before, that's brand new, that's unfamiliar, that's uncomfortable, and I do it, and sure enough, it lands different on my partner, and that is what feels good.
1: Connecting
0: couples with the real
1: Emhoffs. Hi, I'm Chad Emhoff. And
0: I'm Angela Emhoff. And this is the fourth episode of this beginning series that we're doing where we kind of just rewound for just a minute and got back to how we even got into Emotionally Focused Therapy, why we're doing a podcast, what it is about us that we're kind of bringing to other couples. And it's something that we felt was really important to do. We dove right into content with The Basics, our first episode, uh, our first series, and we've been getting great feedback. We absolutely love it. We know that there are couples out there that are listening and actually having these connecting conversations. So when we sat down to say, what do we want to do this year? We were like, let's rewind for a second and explain how this stuff impacted us, and how we downloaded it, responded to it, and how it's been changing us. And so we kind of started off with where it all began, which is at a training in Tulane where Chad and I both went Oh, wow, this is interesting. And then Chad kind of took his story, the cognitive approach to learning the map of emotions. And I went a different way, down into my gut, into my emotions, into the place where I realized I had no awareness. And so both of us have journeyed together and have not only learned this cognitively, but have started to apply it and shift the ways that we respond, which is this last episode, really what we're going to dive into kind of to say how are you taking the information in and how are you kind of starting to have an awareness around the importance of emotions and then what's changing for you in your relationship and how can we kind of foster safety for that and help you continue on that journey?
1: So yeah, one thing I was just thinking about as you were kind of reviewing that was kind of why we are doing it the way we're doing it. So like how come... We are going to set our podcast up this way, what the format is. like? There, there's intentionality around what we're doing. The way that we know people learn best is in a process, and there's a specific process to that. The trainings that we've been to and that we've talked about, the one at Tulane, but every training after that, we've been really intentional about trying to follow a specific Format a, a specific way of doing it, and so along with Ryan Rana, who's the trainer for EFT in this area, we created this local community and we put on trainings all the time. Uh, so if you're a therapist and you're interested in that, you should check that out. It's ArkansasEFT.com. The, what we have learned in our training and in, in the last seven years of doing that, I guess it's six years right now, of how long we've had the center, is that there's a way that people learn best. There's a way that people take in information and then go apply it the best.
0: Which I think is also a very EFT way. It is an experiential model, yeah. meaning that you don't just, Chad is saying he learned it cognitively, but it doesn't just stop there. And I learned it emotionally, but it doesn't just stop there. And there's so an Albert I
1: mean, Einstein quote that I want to say. Yeah, that go ahead. He, he just says that, that all learning is experiential. You have to experience something to yeah. really uh, learn it, to integrate it. Now, even if you experience it cognitively or imagined, but really what we want to do is help you yeah. do something different so that you can experience it differently and learn. And, and so that's and learn kind something. of
0: where we want to take our yeah. next year is just to kind of go, this is going to be the continued format of our episodes where we bring some content, some new content to you, whether through it's a, it's a series usually yep. where we really just kind of continue to unpack Things that couples talk about, go through, uh, d- where distress shows up in relationship. And and this is not only in our relationship, but we sit with so many couples that bring their stuff to us. And, and we start to see these patterns where couples get sideways. And so that's what we're going to bring. So we're going to bring that content and then kind of wrap it around a story and then pitch it to you. How does it apply to you? We give you a connect point and really encourage you to um, sit down and have this conversation with your partner and i, I we want to address cuz a few people have you know given us feedback that maybe we've got an individual in a couple who's listening and really doing work but with the partner isn't along yet in the listening yeah. process and and that's okay there are times when you're the person who goes, I want something to change, and so I'm going to start this process. And you can start to make change in your relationship even before your partner's bought into the change process. What Chad said in the last episode was that even though for me, I know I said when he shared when as an engage withdrawer that he is, that really helped me be able to shift my side of things and what I see and how I perceive what I do to Chad when I'm critical or coachy or have too much energy, but also that he said my shift is actually (coughs) what made it safer for him to come forward. And so in that, we want to just kind of offer this encouraging um, statement that says you can start to shift your response and the part that you play in your relationship. And a lot of times we've seen that that's enough for the partner to go, Something's different. Something's shifted here. I'm curious to know what's happening and that's when you can kind of bring them along and Either maybe get them in therapy or into a, a workshop and or or even listening to this podcast, which would be our hope. So that's just kind of yeah. some of what some is of happening our thoughts. for us, some yeah. of why we're doing this. We want to kind of keep you along uh, on our journey in this yeah. process. But, but as we wrap up this little kind of mini series that we're doing on the beginnings, we want to pitch back to you what Chad and I did in the last two episodes, which is just kind of check in with you. And, and say, can you ha- do you have an awareness and can you articulate how you first recognized, man, this emotional stuff is actually pretty valuable? Or maybe you're not even there yet. You're still in the curious phase and you're still trying on some of this stuff, um, but we want you to kind of go, am I the withdrawer? Am I the pursuer? We've had those conversations in the last few series. And so hopefully by now you've kind of landed at a place, but if not, as we continue this journey, that you'll be able to identify some of the moves that you make and even start to go, how is this setting? Is this an easy transition? Is this a hard transition? Where does my body hesitate? where am I just going through the motions, which is important to do sometimes. If, you, yeah. if you're if you not totally bought in with your body, sometimes you can go, I know I don't want to engage this, but I know it's important. So I want to. And so we want to kind of just open up a little bit more space here to discuss the process you're in. And can you sit down with your partner and have that conversation? And
1: so really what we're trying to do is like, so as the withdrawer, I'm trying to say, all right. So I know that my natural my gut instinct tells me to pull back, to shut down, to go away from whatever that thing is. So I've got to find ways to really move forward. So it means probably um utilizing this this podcast or whatever other exercise you're doing, uh, whether it's therapy or other places, util- utilizing these these moments, these conversations and saying I'm going to open up a little bit more than I normally would have. I'm going to stay engaged just a few seconds longer. I'm going to do the exercise at the end and I'm going to show up and, and try to be genuine and try to try to even look at the parts of myself that I don't normally look at and kind of share the, 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 not just the, the part that somebody else did to me or the pain or the, the, the shame that I feel. Cause that, that is important, but like really kind of share your process, share your steps, share your moves. Um, and, and that's Honestly, I, I think I've mentioned like sometimes it feels like you're kind of on wobbly ground or shaky legs or or like it doesn't – like you're a toddler almost trying to figure out how to walk. But but I, I think that means taking a little bit of a risk with some of these things and knowing that you're going to fall, that you're going to fail, that you're going to hit your – you'll scrape your knee and have to get up and dust it off. but. But go forward and say I'm gonna I'm gonna try on some of these things that don't feel so natural.
0: And I wanna talk about, I mean, I love the example you gave in the second episode of this little series that we're doing, which is saying it still feels not contrived, but not natural. Yeah. It yeah, still yeah, yeah. is a cognitive choice I'm making to go against what my body's strategy has been for years. And so we wanna validate that in the shift from you just hearing us talk about this, even if your body goes, oh my goodness, that makes sense. Like the way Chad describes his process or the way I describe my process, we've, we've gotten great feedback and we so appreciate that feedback of people saying, when you talk, it sounds like our marriage or when you talk, it sounds like our relationship. Those things happen. It's because these patterns show up in relationship. It's not that we're not Psychic or just the, that we're all knowing or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's this idea that one of the reasons we love this therapy so much or we love this this model so much is because it makes clear sense. You can see it. it you can relate to it. And that's why we've kind of gone, oh, yeah, this is good. And so as we learned it, we had to – make these moves that we're suggesting that you make, and they didn't feel natural at first. It didn't feel natural for me to hold back the energy when my body was saying, make it urgent. Like Chad said, it didn't feel natural for him to bring forth a weakness or something where he felt like he was failing at. His strategy for years had been not to show that. And so this process isn't going to just be smooth. We have we yeah. joked about it for the last few episodes, but a 2% shift is a huge shift yeah. in, in this process. It's these little different responses and these little awarenesses in the tone or the the fact that you can see your partner not just immediately go to that way they knew, avoidant or anxious, but instead go, hey, I want to do something different here it doesn't really feel right. And I want to I say for a second too, as a pursuer, there are times when Chad has come forward and said, hey, here's where I'm at. And we've talked about this in the basics and a few of the other series that we did where he asks for his need to be met. He asks for me to respond to him and he'll even say, I need a hug. And I in my cognitive brain go, you've just asked me for a hug. If I give you a hug, it's not going to work or it, it's not going to you're going to think I'm only hugging you because you asked me, which might even be true. But the reality is that it does work. Once we start doing these things, it is there is this taking in of a different response that starts to make it feel a little bit more safe each time we experience it.
1: Yeah, and I want to say like, and and I might say, hey, I need a hug, but you might say, hey, I just need you to tell me this thing. Absolutely. Like I literally have had. I know we have said that before, but I've had other couples tell me, I told him exactly what to do, and he didn't do it. <laughs> he just won't do it, and he's like, well, she just told me to, so now it's for sure contrived. She's got to know that it's not really what I was thinking. So now, why would I say it? It's too late. Now it's proof again, and that's all just cycle. That's yeah. all just yeah. our our tendencies and our our our. our predisposed way that we do it, um, based on what we've learned and all the other things we've talked about. So I'm like, yeah, we sometimes just do the thing. And this is funny. I I wanted to, I wanted to elaborate on this last time we talked, but the 2% shift, it's 2% in me better, right? But my 2% reflects on you and gives you maybe 5%. It's
0: an interesting thing. Pursuers so desperately want their, withdrawers to engage that we will kind of in those desperate places go big like you never or you always we do these big grand gestures so for somebody to say i made a two percent shift there's a little part of me that's like that's movement like we'll take it it is it is bringing hope back in when you see that withdrawer stay in the room keep that eye contact yeah that might feel small but it is a big impact on your body and your partner's body doing something different.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like you see, and that's why it feels five or 10% better to you. It it only feels 2% better to me, even though it is a completely 180 degree turn for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm going a whole other direction. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a huge, it's not that I only changed 2%. It's that I only feel 2% better. Like it's like I changed a ton and I did this thing that's completely unnatural. For a 2% better feeling? Well, 2% better in me, but 10% in you. And that's the truth of relationship. If I show up and and, and make it, even though it's kind of painful for me to do this thing differently, and it doesn't feel natural, it doesn't feel good, it gives you, Angela, a much better feeling. And if you show up and alter the way that you engage- and you say, hey, I'm not going to be so critical. I'm not going to be so angry. I'm not going to push so hard or whatever this stuff is. Yeah. Right. If you say, I'm going to slow that down and I'm going to go be nurturing, I'm going to meet your needs the way that you need your needs yeah. met. That feels way more than 10% better to and me. And I
0: want to say yeah. even on on my side, as you describe it, I love that clarity around what you're really talking about. Because for me, when I'm in that really hard place and I do my best to be less, not be so much, not come out with this urgency fast talking criticism you know that my body is saying make this urgent and fight hard I mean it's a good yeah. reason and we come back and and really validate that for, for good reason we do these strategies I am fighting hard because this relationship matters to me but the way it lands is criticism and so as I've learned that, as I've learned how it is to be on the other side of me, I go, man, I don't want it to land like that. So I'm going to do a move I feel like doesn't even feel 2% better. It feels so false for me to not be all those things that my body is telling me to be, that I have to make a cognitive choice to not be those things, hoping it's going to work. But it does. And it's such a big impact on you that then – my body doesn't have to have be urgent because you're engaged and you've stayed. Right. I mean, that's the thing we can't, if, if there was a way to accurately measure how these tiny little adjustments land on our partner, it would be really cool. <laughs> so we're adding these, you know, descriptions to it. But it, what we're saying in this last episode is, is kind of also what Chad and I have talked about in the last two when he described his journey with yeah. this and I described mine is that – it's, it's not like, oh, Chad and Angela talk about this process. And, and we've joked before that we make it sound easy. And these are really ninja It's moves. not easy. It's not yeah. easy at all for us or for others uh, to really apply these. What we're saying is – it, there are definitely times when we had to go, we want it to be different. We know we can fail. We know what how yuck it feels when our cycle hijacks us. So in this move, what I've learned is I normally do this, but I be, I'm now by EFT therapy or by Chad and Angela or by my therapist or in a conference or wherever you got it from, I'm now learning that if I do this other thing, that it might change. And so I'm going to almost force myself or make the choice to do something that I've never done before that's brand new that's unfamiliar that's uncomfortable and I do it and sure enough it lands different on my partner and that is what feels good when my partner stay engaged or when I am less contr- uh, controlling or critical and so then you go okay now, now we're in this. Now, even though the first couple of times I did the move, it felt contrived, my body is starting to accept that this is actually a great strategy. Yeah. And I do start getting more comfortable with. Not immediately going to that old strategy, but trying some of these strategies on. And the more we do this, the more our body goes, we can overcome this fight because we know how to do a repair. We, this is working for us. We have a secure connection. It's not so insecure.
1: My brain's going through all these like numbers and I'm like, okay, so we've got two sides and we've got, it's, it gets 1% (laughs) less hard and it's 2% better feeling (laughs) overall. And that gives you 5% better. And I'm like, (laughs) there isn't a perfect formula. There isn't. But, but, but I want to say that you have to think about, okay, I'm going to have an impact on me. Overall, it feels better when Angela is softer. Overall, it feels better when I am more engaged. Absolutely for everybody. Yeah. And there is a benefit there. And over time, if you do that enough, it becomes more natural yeah. and you stay in your fights less time. It's and it takes intentional effort to do those things. So this Your relationship doesn't just okay. get better accidentally. And so that's why we're saying, Hey, invest in your relationship, take the time and make the effort to say, I'm going to try to do this differently. Yeah. And so we have the process that we've kind of laid out for you. We've got some ideas about how that works. We can kind of teach you this stuff, but at the end of the day, it's going to take you or it's going to take us in our relationship doing some things differently. So I want to encourage you, follow along with us this year and and listen to the content and then... I- Look at the application and how we do it. Mm -hmm. And then I want to encourage you, the most important step is you try it on. Do the application. Do the exercise that we're asking you to do so that you can assimilate, so that you can internalize this learning and have new experiences in your relationship.
0: It's always fun for us to hear couples who – start to get it and start yeah. to go, oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. goodness, we were in a fight and maybe the fight didn't go well, but we came back and we did a repair and it was different. Yeah. Or we caught ourselves this time, or I as a withdrawer recognized staying engaged was different for my spouse, or I was as a pursuer recognized that I can you know, ask my my partner to be in those spaces with me without all the urgency. And they get it. And it's, it's this not only hope, for them, but it really encouraging for us because we're like, yay, that's yeah. exactly it. That's what happened in our relationship. That's what we want to translate for you as well. Um, we have the, another little set of feedback we want to share. This was uh, obviously the best thing you can do for us to help other couples get this content, to help other couples get more connected in their relationship is not only subscribe, but also like us if you're willing and comfortable. Um, give us a rating, give us a review. Um, yeah. This this particular uh, rating was uh, – we got a review and it said Chad and Angela are two people who know how to get to the real stuff. They never shy away from their own stories. This podcast is so fun. They help put the puzzle pieces together on the crazy – of being in a relationship. Love this podcast so much. Thank you so much for that feedback. I, I love that they said we get into the real stuff. It's funny because our website, um, is you know was a friend of mine who said, you guys are just so real. You just kind of talk about what really happens in relationship. You should be called the real hoffs And we both just kind of went, that makes sense. And that is how yeah. we got the name, The Real hoffs and uh, how we kind of started putting this podcast together in a way that we want to really just bring what happens in relationship to you and help you guys navigate it in a different way. And so we're excited that you're with us. We look forward to you journeying with us for the rest of the year. Um, And we just appreciate uh, that that you're listening. Thanks so much for that. Yeah, thanks so much.